What up, what up? What's going on, everybody? Happy Monday night. Thank God Monday is all the way the fuck over. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Mondays myself, but welcome to the Men Like Us podcast. Uh, you know, the podcast, oops, the podcast that is made for men by men. Um, again, I do this show to help educate other cis men out there. This is for you fellas. Um, you know, there's a lot of men out there who need answers and who need education, need conversation to help their growth and being a trans attracted, trans amorous, whatever you want to call it, man. Um, and we're about to do that shit today. Today we are finally having conversation about HIV prep and, you know, safe sex practices. So, um, yeah, just drop in. I, I, Procured uh, an educator, somebody who knows their shit when it comes to HIV and, you know, the spread of it, prevention, all that stuff. So, you know, without further ado, uh, actually, I'm sorry, before we jump into the guest, need to do the ceremonial trigger warning. Trigger, trigger, trigger warning. This is a show. This is men talk. So we're going to say shit the way that we want to say it, because this is a conversation for men. Ladies, thank you for joining us. But just know this is a conversation made palatable to men. So now, without further ado, I will bring on my main man, Mike Brooklyn. Actually, hold on a second. I'm gonna bring on uh yeah, yeah, bring on my main man Mike Brooklyn. What's going on? What's going New on? York, New York. And then um our guest of honor. Guest of honor, my main man Doug. What's going on, Doug? What's going on, y'all? What's up? OG in the house. Man, thanks for joining us today. Um, you yeah. know, it's it's about you know that it's about time we have this. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's about time we have these conversations about this shit, man. You know, we don't we don't talk about HIV, safe sex. You know, uh, believe it or not, ladies, men in general, we just don't talk about sex with each other that much. You know, particulars and all that kind. Of, we we kind of avoid that conversation a lot of times. Yeah. Um, and you know. It's about time that we, we we talk about this shit. So I want to go through some basics, some one-on-one stuff to kind of help educate guys out there. That's where I want to start. But before that, um, I really want to bring in my man, Doug, properly. Doug, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. It's not much to tell. Um, uh, I don't know. We, we, when we start well, being a peer educator, um, counselor, tester, uh, Oh, and by the way, peer educator means that I gave seminars about HIV-1 basics um, because I am positive. I've been positive for 19 years now. Uh, I've been a little bit ahead of, ahead of the curve because I've been in several research projects. Like when Truvada first came out, I was in you know, the uh, phase four research study so that it could come out. Um, I'm currently in a study at the moment that has some amazing, uh, I guess, uh, medical points that will bring a lot of hope, hopefully, like the research for a cure. Um, yeah, we, we, we just finished part of the study. I'm now in um, the monitoring phase. I've been off my medications for almost a year and maintain undetectable. So they think that 
it's starting to show major promise. Um, I've, I've taken Truvada, uh, Discovi, ah, I forget the other one. I should have, I should have checked. It was one other drug. And then I was on some Tuza before they took me off. Um, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm not a fan of U equals U. So when those questions come up, I'm ready. I, I have something to kind of explain why U equals U exists. It's important. It's very important. Personally, not a fan of it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, look, man, let's, um, I really want to uh, jump into some like, I guess, you know, can you can you run us through some of the basic knowledge points that, you know, you find a lot of people just don't have about HIV? You know, when you do these seminars, like the kinds of things that people don't, don't know. That. I, I, I will babble <laughs> if, you, if we do that. So I've, I've had I've had people ask uh, 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 some really. <sighs> Matter of fact, don't you have some questions? Yes, we do. Let, we let's have just some, do the questions, okay. and then we'll, and then I'll put some, some anecdotal things and things that actually happened to go. me while doing some seminar. Seminar. Okay, fair enough. Um, all right. So, and these are, and everybody, these are viewer questions that I cultivated from groups and Instagram and all that stuff. So, I came. Uh, question that. number one: Which activities are most likely to transmit HIV? It's okay. I hate this question because it's unprotected sex. Plain and simple, if you go on raw, there's a chance that HIV can be transmitted if someone has it. Now, if you've tested and you've tested and you tested and you never tested positive, and both of you have tested positive, or however many of you having sex together have never tested positive, the uh the likelihood of transmitting HIV is no. You know, but if one person is positive and they haven't tested, they don't know. This is the importance of testing. Um, no matter what, you meet somebody, hey, we're going to use condoms <laughs> and we're going to hold off on the raw sex until we both test simultaneously together. Like you, You're not going to test a week ahead of me because that week ahead of me, you, you could have had sex with somebody else and then contracted it and not know. Mm -hmm. It takes 10 days for uh, the antibodies to be able to be um, um, detected in the test. So it's like, I've heard people say, yeah, well, you know, I test every month. That's good. But if you're not having sex like that, you don't have to. Only if you like some kind of, you know, person that's got to have sex two, three, four times a week, should you test on that level. But when you say activities, are you saying, you know, oral, you say anal, you saying all that? It's anything mm -hmm. you do unprotected sexually has the potential to, to, to cultivate a situation where HIV can be transmitted. I'm gonna try to mm -hmm. say it that way. Okay, fair enough. Uh, what's going on, Brother Trail? Thanks for joining us. What's up, what's up? Hey, uh, hey how you doing, sir? Um, to Cookie, or I'm sorry, Michaela. Uh, yes, everybody, if you are watching this, please drop your questions in the comments. We will show them here. We will have our have our educator, um, you know, do his best to answer your questions 
as thoroughly as possible. Um, we are taking questions throughout this entire and, show. And can I add, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be all clinical. I'm just shooting from the hip mm -hmm. and uh, uh, personal opinions on some of the, the actual work. Mm. Fair enough. Uh, next question. My girlfriend is positive. She swears I can't get it from raw sex with her. Should I get on prep even though she doesn't want me to? This is a question I really don't want to touch, but my opinion is, yeah, you should get on prep, even with the undetectable, untransmittable situation going on. Um, it's just added protection if you want to have raw sex. So the, uh, personally, I would recommend get on prep just to be on prep if you're having raw sex, period. You know, even if it, it helps protect you if the condom breaks. Very rare, but condoms still break. If you want to have sex, prep's a good idea. Even with all of the uh, the hype, it is a good idea. Facts. Mm -hmm. All right, fellas. Um, so next question. Am I in higher danger of getting HIV if my partner annually bleeds? Well, so so HIV being a bloodborne pathogen, as they say, um, it's one of the it's one of the main reasons HIV is able to replicate in your body is blood. You know, so there's blood, semen. Breast milk. Wait a minute. I'm forgetting to. Bodily fluids, vaginal fluid, and one other one. Um, it's not, is it, is it saliva? Can't remember. I should have brought my book out so I could remember that. But yeah, um, if if you're in contact with blood and if they're um if they're HIV positive, mm -hmm. I, now let me say that. That's important. It's not just coming in contact with blood. It has to be HIV positive blood. Mm. So that's a big factor. Okay. So, uh, higher danger. It's well, danger. I mean, you know, it's it's danger. I'm sure it's happened at, at some point with somebody out there having anal sex. You know, some something might have ripped. There might have been, been some kind of tear. It's 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 not. It's definitely mucous possible. Membranes, mucous membranes are tough but fragile at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay. You ever, um, you ever brush your teeth too hard and your gums bleed? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've had it happen before. Yeah, that, yeah. that can uh, happen because you get in the pounding down there. I get it from when I floss too hard, like when I go too real too hard on floss and then it, I might hurt myself. Uh, but damn it, you know, sometimes that Chipotle chicken be really dry and I just got to Oh man, see, there you go with this. There <laughs> you go with this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so next question. Um, am I safer if I never swallow? A whole lot of people out there giving oral sex, a whole lot of people taking shots in the mouth, men and right, women. So let's, let's go back. Let's go back and talk about what we just talked about with the gums bleeding and the blah, blah, blah. You know? Okay. So. <sighs> It's not necessarily safer spit or swallow connection thing going on. Um, it's so so you 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 have this you have this 
you, this session set up and you go, you know, you want to freshen up, you brush your teeth. And yeah, you shouldn't get it in your mouth because you just brushed your teeth. You know, you got it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Hey, man, they, these are the questions that came in and I swore to answer them. We got one from a, a live stream viewer right now. I was getting ready to say I saw something. Yep. All right. Uh, Michaela says, I'm confused to what PrEP does and doesn't do. If you're HIV negative, can you still catch it if you're on PrEP? It's such a slim chance of you catching HIV. Uh, so PrEP is very much a medicine that was originally used for treatment and it got people to being undetectable better than practically anything was out at the time. Mm -hmm. So they discovered that it also has a way of stopping HIV um, from getting into the cells it needs to, which is the white blood cells, um, the serum in the blood, right? Um, the, the, uh, the, the white blood cells are the, the soldiers that go out. Did, did you ever see, um, 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 uh, what is that? What was that show called? It was a movie with Bill. Uh, Osmosis Jones. Osmosis Jones. I was going to say Ozzy and Drix. But if you ever see Osmosis Jones, the HIV would be attacking the hell out of Osmosis Jones. Right? Mm. They get inside and then they start to breed. And he basically... Osmosis will basically blow up, but then a whole army of, of, of HIV virus cells come out. Oh, so it's like the flood on Halo. Yes, something like that. Yeah, when the, the, you know, like or like the aliens, they get inside and they tear that, they breathe yeah. in that cell, and then the cell blows up, and then lets millions more out, well, thousands, whatever number it is, to come out, mm -hmm. and they start attacking the rest of the cells. So mm -hmm. what HIV does is like, whoa, Jack, whoa, Jack take them out a little bit, you know what I mean? And then the body can start trying to clean them up. And then. Oh, that's, that's what, what PrEP does. does. So, yeah. So PrEP, okay. so PrEP is more of the protective factors. It's, it's, it's holding up the stop sign. Hey, we on duty here. You, you, you shall not pass that type of thing. Mm -hmm. So it, it creates, it, it creates an environment in your body where it's very protective. Like for instance, you're having raw sex two, three times a week. Um, there's still a slim chance. Uh, there's a they, they actually have some some kind of percentage rate is like ninety eight point nine 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 effective protection for from prep. That's pretty freaking good, but it's also pretty freaking iffy. That's why you use prep in conjunction with con good condom usage, you know? Well, here's a, another question. This is a, this is a big one. <laughs> so we gotta take a little bit. I'm gonna have to take it up and take it back down. Um, mm. So another one from Michaela, and I have to read this for the people listening on audio. Um, I got a real question as a trans woman. I hear this a lot. A lot of trans women feel like they are at higher risk when they are in relationships compared to when they do sex works. I guess they feel safer and have safer sex during sex work, but in a relationship, they trust. And when they catch the virus, I'm sorry, they, they trust. And that's when they catch the virus. What do you tell girls who believe this dumb logic? So I was doing a seminar and this a very so close similar question came up in a seminar and I almost got fired for my answer because we used to have this answer 
that was supposed to be PC, you know, you, you know, and, and my answer was this. So you're in a relationship, right? You don't follow your partner around 24 seven now, do you? You know, no. you know, because there was a woman in, in one of my seminars and I said, you don't follow your partner around 24 seven. It's like what the referees and boxing say. Does anybody know what they say? Keep your guard up. Protect yourself at all times. All times, right. Protect yourself at all times. So all, the thing about sex work, most times when they do sex work, they require you to use a condom. Condoms have been one of the most effective ways of protecting yourself. So, yeah, in a relationship, you do kind of let your guard down. Uh, I know. You do kind of let your guard down in a relationship. Um, yeah, we all do. Yeah. yeah. And that's an important factor to recognize that if you if you're not paying attention to your own protection. You know, um, I was in a campaign where we uh, we, we fought against uh, making uh, criminalizing HIV. And it, there's a realization that people don't like to hear, but it takes two to tango. Mm hmm. You know, so that is that is your tempting fate. You know, and I, I'm not saying that you should always be in fear of a relationship, but you your personal awareness is what will help you out. You don't have to, like, be OCD about it, but just, you know, your your awareness level um, and your education about it, because. <laughs> Let me let me let me digress a little bit. So mm -hmm. also in that same seminar I was talking about, there was a, a, a young a younger guy and uh, he wasn't taking the seminar serious. I was I was speaking in front of a. I forget it was an organization that wanted to, you know, get more aware of HIV and the young guy there, he was, uh, you know, I'm just trying to figure out how I can avoid getting the full body karate. And it was like why are you making jokes and we're trying to have this serious conversation and and this was right after she had asked this very similar question about like you know um it was like oh i had this friend and you know she caught it because her husband was cheating on her and it was like and it was like but we can't we can't always make that blame um did anybody see temptation confessions of a marriage counselor yeah i hate that movie yeah you wanna know why? That shit hits home for me. Mm. Wow. Yeah. It's like that. So that was that was one of the things that uh so my supervisor had to pull me in. It's like, well, what are you doing? Like you scare people. I said, No, I'm giving people the reality. I'm not here to sugarcoat it. He said, Well, just give them the education. If they ask me a question, I'm gonna answer it to the best of my ability. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, at that point, you know, woman stops sex working and, you know, they want to start having raw sex because, you know, they love each other, whatever the fuck. I mean, at that point, why not just jump on prep? So I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Why not? But but the fear of prep is in the lawsuit that says. There is kidney damage, possible liver damage, bone density loss, 
all of these things. But what they don't remember to tell you is that mostly happens in the people who were, well, well, are HIV positive and they were using the drug for therapy, but they're finding it happening to people who have been on the drug for a prolonged time. Like when, when PrEP first came out, two years later, people like, oh, my knees are hurting, you know? But then you gotta remember, one of the things you can't take, um, you can't take Truvada and drink. There's mm. too many people that like they drink. You know, there's there's fine print when you when you get a when you get a, a prescription for prep, there's a piece of paper you got to read. Yep. Most people yeah. most people go okay, I got it and I'm signed and uh. they didn't read it. And even if they did did read it, they were like, well, you know. What if I drink at two and I take my prep at eight? Well, that's okay. They discovered. But suppose you were drinking and you didn't stop drinking till 6.30. You know, you didn't give your body enough time to let that alcohol. And alcohol is something that's going to cause Truvada to not work as good as it can. Mm. And, and, and this is why they came up with Discovy. Discovy is another formulation that's a little safer for your body. So if you get if you if you're on the Discovy prep, you got a little bit better leeway in uh, uh, doing long term versions of prep. Like, like I said a, a little bit. Oh no, I didn't say that. But um, the things I've I've discovered about prep is people think, oh, in seven days you're covered. Oh, in ten days you're covered. It's more like in reality, thirty days worth of prep before yeah, it can start told. covering you. Yeah, I was told that too. Yeah, mm. thirty days. You know? Well, I didn't even know that. <laughs> but I'm saying no that, that's, that's part of the problem. Like, there's people who get prep and they didn't listen to the whole thing. They're like, yeah, yeah, give me prep because I want to go out here and be a freak. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's the whole reason. If you're going to run these streets, you got to get on it. Right. But, you know, I didn't, I didn't get and, nothing and, from my doctor and the pharmacist didn't, like, give me a spiel when I got it. I, but, but there is a piece of paper it. in there. I didn't you got to take it every day, though. The same yeah. time. It's a 24-hour release pill. So if you take it at 11, you want to take it between 10 and 12 mm -hmm. every time, yeah. every day. And that's where, that's where the effect of this, because once it builds up in your system, you know, you get, a le you get a leeway. You can probably miss a pill. But then here's the thing. You stop having sex. Right? You can mm -hmm. go off. You can go off of it. But then you, know? you have to wait another 30 days. Not if necessarily. You want to start having just, it again? No, you can just start it when you feel like you're about to go back, you know, because it could be 45 days. It could be 50 days before you find before you get more sex or it could be seven days. Yeah. But in that seven days, if you take it, you still have. It's it's not a, it's not the same amount as if you had been taking it. But yeah. Let's say you were off for two weeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, you don't want to have sex. At the end of that two week period, mm. you know, or, or or is it ten days or seven days? We don't, you know, what I'm saying. So that's that's the trick about. Well, I don't know. I, I got to do some more research on the Discovery part. Um, but so uh, I mean, but it is a good solution for you know the, the the women that say they're in sex work and they're safer. And now that I quit sex work, that's when I'm going to catch it. Like, isn't it, is the solution for them just to stay wrapping it up let, no matter what or prep? Let's, let's, let's say this. Okay. Prep works best 
in conjunction with proper condom use. Mm. Prep is prep was designed to be a backup for breaking condoms. And those moments where you just have a quickie because you can't grab a condom and it's it's not it's not the hundred percent cure. You want the hundred percent cure, you do the combo. Condoms and prep. Mm-hmm. You're 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 like ninety nine point nine percent, ninety nine point eight percent protected. Mm-hmm. At least that's what they say. Okay. Okay, I have a question. Um, because I was on prep, I was taking the scope for a while. And the side effects really affected me, and I just fell back off of it. Yeah, and side effects. Side effects affect uh, quite a few people. Yeah. Um, but the things that you do can help. That. What was one of the side effects? Did you get a nausea, a queasy stomach? Yeah. 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 And I'm gonna make you laugh. You could have ate a peanut butter sandwich. Wow. That would help. That would have helped the nausea. Which one were you taking, Truvada or Descovy? Descovy. Yeah, peanut butter sandwich or, or toast and some bread just to get your stomach to settle. Because it, mm-hmm. it, when it's breaking down, it's just upsetting the stomach, the digestion. So you feeling like you got a little queasy, you know, you want to like, you know, um, simple solution. A, a tuna fish sandwich, a light little, light little something would have helped settle your stomach down. Okay. Yeah, man, I have an apple fritter or something like that, or a little kolache or some eggs. I don't know. I, I I learned I had to start eating. After the first two days, my stomach was just off, and then I just started eating in the morning, just having something down in my stomach went with it, and it was just fine. I, I haven't had a problem since, but I always eat every morning. Not big, but just a little something. Just yeah, you just need a little in something. The, yeah. uh, a boiled egg. Mm-hmm. Just one when you take the pill. Yeah, I don't. I didn't want the medicine in my stomach by itself. So that's why I was yeah. just like, nah, mm-hmm. fuck that. Um, uh, I, got, oh. I got a question too, though. Um, yeah, so say you have like a potential partner that has HIV, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what is the best way to discuss the topic without coming across as like insensitive or seeming like too worried or concerned about their status? Okay, well, there's no best way, um, but if you're if you're open-minded and and sincere enough to 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 want to you know get involved with the situation, um, it, it's it's just going to be a conversation. It's going to be a a real conversation. Um, so many people have gotten uh, shameful and fearful because they are positive. That's how our world has run. But the truth of the matter is people just, uh, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, I got distracted by my cell phone. There's, a, there's a, another question coming up. But um, so there's no best way. It, it's a sincere way. It's an honest and open way of discussing. Like, you know, um, you go on a date with somebody and they reveal to you, they're they're HIV positive. You don't bristle. Oh, oh, oh wow! I don't believe you're positive. You're so beautiful, isn't it? No, 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 no. You don't do that. That's, no, that's rude. All, <laughs> you know, you're like, well, I mean, so are you? Are you good? You know, <laughs> something like that. And and you understand 
um, it should it should it should just be a conversation. There's no best way. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll for, listen. It's none of your it's none of your business unless you're planning on having sex. Number one, exactly. You know what I mean. You're just out on a date with a person, third, fourth date. They feeling you. They might reveal it. You might have to say, "Hey, look. Well, you know, I'm going to go get tested. Have you been tested?" If you want to, if you want to broach or breach the subject, you can say something like, "You know, I'm I'm really into being tested for HIV." And then somebody can say, "Well, you know, I I did test positive, or oh, I just tested yesterday." You're going to get some situations like that. Dope. Um, so we're going to take another question from the pool of questions that we had before the show started. Where is that? Hold oh, okay. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I, I, I just go, go and look at the questions in the um chat. You want to take Cookie Neo's question or? Should people with HIV take COVID vaccine? Right. Yep. <sighs> Which one would be best for positive people? They, they haven't really discovered anything, but uh, your doctor would be best to help you assess whether you should be able to take it or not. Um, if you're if you're doing very well, you know, undetectable very well, your doctor might say, "Yeah, you you can probably take it." Um, they the the newest thing they said is that they do want to start getting um, positive people on the list, like bumping them up in the list of of uh, uh, the schedule, so to speak, to get on. To take them, um, there are a lot of special cases that they've already done for for research, so to speak. Okay, well, there, now y'all know. And yeah, and I was in the doctor's office today, and I found out that none of these um um, um COVID vaccines are one hundred percent. Not one of them. Nah. Yeah, none of them are. I'm like, oh wow. I got I got the Moderna two shot. Yeah, me too. I'll go get my second shot um Wednesday. Yeah, I'm taking my first dose of the Pfizer on Wednesday, which is 95%. Yeah, but they don't make vaccines that are 100%. It's like, yeah. <laughs> that's not how it works. Well, it, it, well, not only that, it's not it's not in the money for them. True. You know? And it, it may not be safe. Could you imagine having a 100% vaccine? You would probably have some weird side effects that you go through and then, like, okay, so... For instance, let's talk about chicken pox. Mm-hmm. I am old enough to Same. remember some stuff yeah. that we did in the 70s over chicken pox. Mm. You know, it wasn't even getting a vaccine. Your mama would send you over to the neighbor's house and their child just got chicken pox. You better go on over there and play with that with, with little Johnny. And, and then for the next couple of weeks, you suffering with chicken pox, but you never get it again. Mm-hmm. You know, but then they vaccinated you anyway. On top of that, mm-hmm. your body, mm-hmm. your body would actually would actually vaccinate itself, not vaccinate, but, you know, would, would create a, a, a immune response to chicken pox where you would never get it again anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, but then there were people who was like, yes, vaccinate before they actually get it. They won't have to go through that because it was like three weeks of hell with chicken pox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I got I had chicken pox. I remember, too. Oh. Yep. Ugh. Body was itchy everywhere. God damn. Itching. Yep. <laughs> so uh, we got a question from Kanisha. 
Um, she says, I'm positive and I have a partner who is negative. We never had sex, but I need him to get on prep. How does that conversation look like? Just what she just wrote. I need you to get on prep. Right. You know, because I, I, I would rather you be more aware of what's going on with the situation. You say, hey, look, um, unless unless he doesn't know, <laughs> then that's that's some that's some stuff right there. But if if he's if he's understanding your 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 being positive and he's being negative now i mean like if y'all want to get to the sexual part condoms and prep mm. you know and if you're undetectable condoms and prep hey look I, I, i'm trying to get busy i'm trying to get busy i need you to get on prep and if he says i don't know well let's look let's let's look you hey we got this we got these little supercomputers that travel with us. Let's look it up and see, you know, and find out more about it. And, you know, convincing to get on prep shouldn't be that daggone hard. No, I should. I mean, we, we stay we stay in our mindsets. You know, uh, you know, I don't know. People going to think I'm kind of, you know, if I'm on prep, they're going to think I got it. And no, nah, that's not the case. The case is. Protect yourself at all times. Fair enough. <laughs> that's 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 the best mindset. Absolutely the best mindset. So, fellas, get on that shit. And don't let nobody talk you out of it. And uh, don't like wait until after you caught HIV Ooh. to have to be on HIV therapy. There's that's that. a little different oh. than just taking a pill a day prep. What about that? Um, the uh, uh, the like the day after pill that they got. Uh, what was that about? So post exposure prophylaxis is so. When they started doing that, that was an emergency procedure, and that was that was. How do I explain it? Um. It was it was designed to help the medical staff who may have gotten accidentally stuck by a needle. They could give them this medicine within a three day, 72 hour period, and it would stop them from getting it. Uh, it moved out because of things like, you know, roofies and stuff like that. And people would be concerned that they just got date raped and they run to the emergency room and get. So it's PEP. And the newer version is PrEP, pre-exposure. Hmm. And it was post-exposure. Now it's pre-exposure, hmm. where it, it can be used as a, a, a you know how you, you buy a computer and you put the protection plan on it? Mm -hmm. You know how many people walk out the store and say, I ain't paying that $15 extra for the protection plan? <laughs> Yep. Yes, it's that thing. Cause then you get home and you drop your computer. And you're like, I should have paid for that fifteen dollar protection plan. Mm. That's what Pepper is. I'm doing something. Excuse me. Okay. Okay. Um. Where can? Okay. This maybe you know. This maybe you don't. I don't know. 
Where can the girl who does sex work get prep because they don't have insurance? So a lot of a lot of the bigger cities have specialty clinics. Yeah, is that a Clee? place where guys can get it too? Wait, hold on, wait, wait. Where you at, Clee? I'm in New York. You in New York? Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 So y'all in New York, there's plenty of clinics up there that can help. Right, yeah. Um, so are, are those places... has some very excellent clinics. Yeah. Are are those places that men can go get it too? Like uh, if, they, if they need people, help getting prep? Pe people can walk into the clinics. Okay. Like LGBT focused clinics or people. Uh, when he said people, that means everybody. People. I'm, I'm talking about you, what even, clinics. Even if listen, listen. Even if That's it's LGBT focused, you can still walk in. You might be embarrassed, but you can still walk in and say, Hey, I'm a guy who has sex. I heard some stuff about prep. I'd like mm -hmm. to discuss that and get on it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what clinics you go to, but there are specialty clinics mm -hmm. that will do that. Okay. Um, and I know there's like, I, I know I've heard of um, from some different um, activists in, in, that I know that where they, you know, like, well, if you need to get on it, like, I know there's ways to get on it and get discounts for it. Through coupons yes. or, you the know, get on it for free. There you go. So I know it gets expensive if you're paying full price for it, or if even if you're paying for it full price and you have insurance, I was it gets say, a little costly. If you have insurance, even Medicaid will help you pay mm -hmm. for it. Um, yeah. I have really good insurance, and it was still like eighty bucks for two different pills. Wait, wow. two. Yeah, he put me on Discovy and then this other, I think it was Tridecay or something. It was a, some other secondary. I'm taking two pills a day. I don't know what I, I just I just follow orders. Okay. And that, that ties into somebody was saying something about men don't like to go to the doctor. Um, yeah, I, I do whatever my doctor tells me. He's a um, I have a great black doctor. He, he knows his shit. Is this, yeah, I'm trying to get him to at least see the doctor for a checkup, but you know the saying that men don't like to go to the doctors. Correct. I, I was I was that guy, but I learned I learned my lesson the hard way. Mm. You know, I was the guy, man. I don't go to the doctors, man. I was built like a brick house, like I could have been on the cover of Flex magazine, and I got started getting sick one day, like I had the flu. And my mom said, what's wrong with you? You coughing awfully hard there. My dumb ass went into the doctor. Hey, doc, check me out for everything. You know, I need a full physical, run the run the stats of everything. It's cool. All right, sit down. We're going to take your blood, blah, 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 blah. Month later, get the results back. I'm cool. Uh, let's test you for diabetes. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. You didn't do that the last time? Like, no, nah, you, you, you know, we, we just assumed you was talking about STDs. I said, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about, doc, but I need to be tested for everything. And my doctor looked at me. He said, what are you trying to say? What, what do you mean by everything? I said, you know, everything, doc. And I said, you know, Magic Johnson. And he's like, oh, HIV, man, you should have said HIV. You can't just come in and say everything. You got to ask for that separately. Yeah, you do. Mm. Uh -huh. You know, 
that's a whole nother thing. We got to give you this paperwork here. You got to sign for this. And when you get it done, you know, they get on top of shit. Hmm. Pardon me one second. I got to go deal with my dog. She is making all this weird <laughs> noise. One yeah, second. It's nah, all good. Yeah, so everybody keep asking questions. Uh, Doug is an educator. He's been doing no. this for a minute. He knows what the fuck he is talking about. So um, by all yeah. means, keep asking them questions. Hold on, let me. Yeah. There we go. So yeah, um, please, please, please keep asking the questions because we are like, we got him here for this. So yeah, when you go to the doctor, you have to uh, like you have to sign some other paperwork because I don't go to the doctor. Well, I go to the health department. The thing is, like, so I, I've been donating blood since I was a teenager, and I know that was always a part of it. Like, well, you know, we'll test it for HIV. And if you have HIV, you'll hear from us. If you don't, then you won't hear from us. It's always like that's that's uh, that's what they've been saying since I was a teenager. When, when yeah, donating no, it was, the, it was the part when you said since I was a teenager, and then I was like, damn, I'm old. <laughs> yeah, since a little no, I'm old because I actually remember the beginnings, you know, patient zero type beginning stuff from oh, the seventies. You know, before they before they broke down and said, you know, well, this thing is affecting everyone. It's not just the gay men. Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard of that legacy clinic in Houston. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Ray was talking about them. Um sounds like one of the clinics we have in Philly. Fair enough. Uh another question from Michaela. Um, how do you get girls to choice to pay choose to pay for their HIV meds versus pay for their hormones and surgical procedures that are gender affirming? Yeah, that's a question I can't answer. Why why, why would I know that? I don't know. I don't know. That's a that's a definite uh logic puzzle there. Um I think probably choose to live. Yeah, no, I just, I I just never would be in that. I wouldn't be in that situation, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't even dare to answer that. That's not, that's not in my wheelhouse. Fair enough. Um, We'll take one of these stock questions that I collected from viewers ahead of time, since we don't have any more live stream questions. Um, Can two HIV positive people have unprotected sex or intercourse? I'm not supposed to say yes. Um, but you could, but why would you want to be, be, okay. So the reason you don't want to do that is if you're on two separate kind of medicines, because then you can kill that, those medicines and have to, and have to start on another set of medicines, which means new side effects, new, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Um, it has been my experience and opinion that that's the only reason not to but if you're if you've been a couple for a minute and you know you you if you're uh, you you've reached your point of um undetectable you know you're not you're not really making it worse because hiv is hiv there's there's genotypes phenotypes that they test for and that's how they figure out which medicine is going to work better in your system so it's not like it's strains like they say they they say strains there's two hivs the only reason there's two hivs is because of a patent where it says oh we discovered it first Hmm. so it was discovered as a virus first in america or france 
we don't know, but America, with Star Institute, got to the, you know, the 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 patent and copyright of HIV one. So across the Atlantic, it's HIV two. Hmm. Those are the strains. But what happens is we call we call these different. So. I believe they're now up to like seven types of medicine to attack HIV. I believe it's seven. I, I, the last I checked, they, they, and they have different names like nucleotide, nucleoside or nucleotides, uh, non, you know, and they got all of these names and the PIs and the this, that, and other thing. And now we just got one pill a day. There was a time when people were taking 30 something pills a day. Hmm. Whoa. You know, to maintain to maintain a few extra years of life. Now you got people that saying, hey, I've been positive for 30 years. I've been positive since day one, but I took good care of myself. When doctors told me I needed to be on medicine, I didn't heem and haul about, oh, oh, I don't know what the medicine's gonna do to my body. <laughs> Give me them pills, doc, I wanna live. Mm -hmm. You know, the new, the new attitude is, is a lot better than it was circa 1985. 86, 87, when the when it got super bad. Okay. Um, so I mean, speaking about you know beliefs and changes and all that stuff, we'll just jump ahead to this other topic that I know is not your favorite topic to talk about, but uh, you know, <laughs> you know, it was it was explained to me. And it's explained to me by a lot of people, you know, undetectable equals untransmittable. And that's like a law of the land. And like, well, I'm undetectable, so we can have raw sex. We can do this. Like, I'm, we're totally safe. I won't. I'm not going to pass it to you because I'm undetectable. And I, I've had sex with plenty of people and I've never given it to any of them because I'm undetectable. And it's like, you know, it is this belief that this is like in stone what it is and. You know, we can kind of relax our safety right. measures. We can kind of just enjoy each other. All right, I'm I'm, I'm going to I'm going to tackle this. So tell the truth, keep it real. And, so the and let us know the campaign, the campaign of <laughs> undetectable equals untransmittable was really designed to help people who felt as though they couldn't take their um they couldn't take their pills regularly scheduled um when they when they test you if you're positive when they run the test to give you what the your labs or your numbers um that's just a small sample of what your blood is doing with with the HIV in it. So there's a sample of your blood. It's like taking this quick screenshot and saying that's all that mattered in the whole conversation. It does make you it does make you safer. You there's less of a chance of transmitting HIV, which is why I said earlier prep and condoms. It's not just, oh, I take prep so I can have raw sex. You can you can take prep and have raw sex with someone who is undetectable. 
there's a slim chance. It's so slim that you can say you're protected. But 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 we don't talk about that slim chance because we'd rather hear all of the uh, uh, poppies, daisies, and rosies part of the story. But But there's a reality factor in this story that we're only talking about a quick sample of your blood. Say you go to your doctor on Monday, you know, and they say, oh, we got that sample. You get the results back four days later. But between Monday and the four days, when they tell you you're positive, maybe you missed a pill. Your, 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 your viral load had a chance to make a blip and come back a little bit. This is why it's important that you take your medicine on time as prescribed all the time if you're positive. So, so you can stay consistently undetectable. So they say, well, if you're undetectable, there's, a, there's like almost no chance you can give it to anybody. It kind of gives you motivation to stay undetectable, doesn't it? So there's there's that factor um, because I'm not a fan I'm not a fan of that that campaign, but there's a reality to it, and then there's a reality to it. So as long as you are consistent with your meds, you you're pretty good to go. But still be freaking safe if at all possible. You know, we like with the with the uh, relationship question and you let your guard down because you, you want to feel it. You know, you don't want the plastic in the way. You don't want the latex in the way. You don't want the, the lambskin. I'm going to take it back to the lambskin condom. Um, <laughs> you don't want that barrier between you. So sometimes, yeah, it's pretty freaking safe, but you're taking a chance on the safeness of it. But you, you okay, it's like this. Will you stick your hand in a, 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 a beehive without a protective glove on? Hell uh, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait. Yeah. And yeah. And, and, and uh, Liz uh, was like, yeah, there's a whole bunch of other STDs you could get too. You forget about that. Who wants herpes? <laughs> what Eddie Murphy said, that shit's like luggage. You know? <laughs> You you don't want the other stuff too, cause some like, come on, be be safe. Like, don't you enjoy feeling healthy, even though you have this, these little mini micro monsters trying to fuck you up from the inside, but you can still feel freaking healthy if you take your meds properly, if you do mm -hmm. what's being recommended by the whole world science community. Mm -hmm. Hey. Do you like having sex? Prep it the fuck up then. If you're if you're negative, if you're positive, take your fucking medicine like you're supposed to. Oh, I had to take a break this weekend, man. I got tired of taking this one little pill. I took it Monday through Friday. I'm gonna take a break Saturday and Sunday. Cause I wanna go out and party. Well, party at your own risk, you know? Yeah, but I think the I think the issue really comes in with these. Uh, like some people commented earlier, it's the it's the uh, relationship. 
is well, that no. oh, we love each other. We want to go raw. We want to do this, this, and this. And it's just like I, I looked at my phone. Vegan? Why? Doesn't matter. I mean, <laughs> vegan. Vegan's oh. good for you, but it's not going to. The question from uh, Michaela is: If you are HIV positive, should you go vegan? On-demand pit prep does not exist, Monica. Sorry. Can you explain that's, that's, on-demand prep? Yeah, that's 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 a thing where people just be like, "Oh, I'm gonna take prep and go party." Oh, I'm gonna take prep for a week so I can have a freak session at the end of the week. But when they give you prep, they give you a 30 day supply, mm -hmm. you know, and if you special case, they give you a 90 to 60 to 90 day supply, you know, um, and it's to be used every day the same way as if you were in therapy for HIV. You have to take it for it to be effective. You know, especially if it's Truvada. Now, if it's Discovery, you might have a day or two leeway of not taking prep. Or like a one-a-day multivitamin, pretty much. <laughs> You're I not going to get the effect yeah. of it if you don't take it once a day, every damn day. You yeah. know? Oh, wait a minute. I'm a, I'm a, let me pop this Flintstone real quick. Dun, 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 dun. No, it's not good. <laughs> it's not going to do it, you know? Yeah. And uh, I mean, People, yeah, it's, it's but, just one pill a day. Like, yeah, but wait, 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 wait. Let me go back to the on-demand thing. Like, uh -huh. people hear That's, what I they I think I was hear. asking you about that, that 211 or whatever. Yeah, thing, something like that, right? And and people hear some things from their doctors, and and they they somehow in their brain mix it up. You know, one time my doctor told me some stuff, and I was like, so you mean to tell me that I, and he said, wait, wh when did I say that? And I was like, you're right, you didn't. I just made that up in my head, you know, because I, I was trying I was trying to connect the dots before you even finished your sentence, Doc. Mm. You know. Um, yeah, but but prep takes whew, some time to actually fortify your system enough to be, you know, protected. Like I said, I have heard people like, yeah, um, I took prep over the weekend. And then went to a sex party on Monday night or some shit like that. Doesn't work. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, that shit gotta go get into your system and really like dissolve and, and play a role. In yeah. You can't do that. I don't know that. And it takes I mean, that 30 days to get to that 98% efficacy rate, right? Right. Usually people okay. are like, oh, well, my, my doctor said in seven days, I'll be cool. You know, I'll be cool. Mm. Okay, if you want to believe that, but it takes thirty yeah, I, days. I had a lady doctor <laughs> tell me, tell me, um, ten days. I See, to, I've heard the ten days too. Yeah, lady doctor told me ten days. But the but the company Gilead, 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 the company that makes Truvada and Discovery, read what they tell you. Mm. Okay, yeah, because then I went to the doctor. This dude, the, the male doctor, told me. He said, "Nah, it's going to take about thirty days for it to really work." To really to be effective. And it said, starts work. Wait, it takes seven days for it to really start working good. And the 30 days is when you reach that 98 point something, 98.8 percentage mm. of, of, of being protective. That's why it's not just take prep and buck wild raw dog and, and <laughs> orgy eyes. Orgy eyes, that's not a word. Orgy, you know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> and you're doing all this freaky stuff. You... 
<laughs> Put a condom on, man. Like in conjunction with taking prep. Mm-hmm. You know, and then and then you get a relationship, you get a little comfortable. Yeah, you cannot use the condom because you you got the the prep backup. You know, you're you're a little safer with the prep backup. So that I mean, that's that's. Okay. Uh, I'm looking. McKenna, yeah, how right, do we so, talk to our cis hit family and friends, or friends and family, to get on prep? A lot of queer folks take it, but cis hit folks feel like they it don't affect them. I mean, that's really that so was something again, I'm saying in another show. I take uh, so everybody again, should be on it. That's something I got in trouble with giving a seminar. So there was mm. this real Christian woman. And she was like, um, this is before prep was even a thing. And she was like, well, you know, me and my husband don't use condoms because we were talking. Everyone must use condoms and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, because we've been married for seven years. And what I said to her was. Men are men. People like sex. And sometimes, you know, I said, wish your husband. Oh, he's a executive in the office and i said yeah 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 you know that's usually how it starts you know cute secretary that's willing to do the stuff that you neglected to do at home and vice versa now vice versa because i told you that movie temptation hit, hits real home for me mm. you know she got bored with me you know, and went off and did her thing, came home like nothing happened. That type scenario. And and I'm here 19 years positive when they told me, oh, you ain't going to make it. I said, watch this. I'm going to pay attention to everything y'all tell me. And my doctor said, well, join this research. I've been doing research for about 13 of those 19 years as a research patient. And they just did a incredible study using, uh, I, I, I'm gonna just put it this way. They're called BNABs, but I call them supercharged white blood cells that, that go in and Pac-Man the shit out of the HIV virus. You know, cause they have to, they put it in you they take your blood, separate the white blood cells, supercharge them, and then put them back in with the IV, right? And it, 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 they come back and say, hey, you know how we say undetectable? Well, you kind of super undetectable at this point. You're, you're better than undetectable at this point, you know? Now, I'm not supposed to be talking about my study right now because it hasn't been, it's, it's out but it's not finished. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen anything about the, they say that they think they cured this woman? No, no, but you see yeah, that totally. once in a while, somebody said they've yeah, been cured. They yeah, but, but it's not, it's not like, it's not like the, uh, what was his name? The Boston patient. It's not like that. You don't have to go through all that he went through now. Mm. That's a different, that's a different study than what I'm on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's one of those things. Okay. Well, that's dope. That's dope. I hope it uh, all works out because, I mean, 
look, whatever we can do to just whatever the science community can do to just get rid of this thing. Yeah, they, or at least stomp they it have out. Medicine. They have medicine that's like one shot mm -hmm. for a month of medicine for those people who don't like to take the pills. But I'm sorry, it's not one shot. It's two shots. One in these ass cheek. You take a shot on the same day and you ain't got to come back to the doctors and get the shot for a whole month, whole 30 days. One treatment for a whole 30 days. The, the treatment I'm getting, they think it might be once a year or better. So... Yeah, they're 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 doing real research. It's just that it's a lot of it's a lot of people that don't come forward about it. There's a lot of people that you know we still talk about the Tuskegee Institute issues. And mm -hmm. right, I'm, I'm gonna just put it this way: the Tuskegee is Institute issue is very important because they cannot do that ever again. They can't just do that ever again without some serious consequences. They can try it if they want to, but that's the real importance of it and why it got pub publicized like that. And it, it's not supposed to make people scared of research and all of that type of stuff. Oh. Can you really, or can you really get HIV through kissing? It used to be no, but now I read it's maybe. It's only maybe because that's had to be some rough ass kissing. <laughs> it's it's bloodborne. It's not really like saliva has this much chance of transmission. Blood contact in the other bodily fluids. Saliva has a, a a thing that like they used to say, oh, you could spit in somebody's eye and give them HIV. That was not true. You would need a freaking gallon, no, uh, almost a five gallon bucket of saliva to transmit it. You know, um, geez, I wish I had my book because I can, I can run down some stuff that would make y'all just go, what? Because nobody ever told me that. But um, I went through, I went through a state certification program to become a, a 101 peer educator and a counselor tester counselor and research i'm, I'm sorry resource um agent mm -hmm. so I, I i really did um keep up with the latest and everything and get, sorry uh, um, um she says my understanding is that case also involved gum disease yes yes gum diseases was 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 the gums are irritated enough oh to, so you bleed a lot right is that yeah, it you know what i mean okay all right. Yeah. Bleeding the mucous gums membranes, Murphy. Again, let me say it again. The mucous membranes are tough, but fragile. Hey, you 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 bit the side of your cheek, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you see how that works, and it heal up really quick after a day or two. It heals up, but if if you rough it up, like I said, you brush your teeth too hard, and, you, and your gums bleed. You you might want to hold off for a day or two before you start doing oral sex. You know. Um, yeah, give your gums the time to heal up. If you're gonna raw, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, raw oils, oral sex. There's a big difference. All right. mm. They do have the yeah. dental dams out there. See dental dams. Um, have you ever used a dental dam? Um, yeah, my first you, time you, ever going doing oral on a girl, I used a dental dam. Yes. Hey, and how was that? Yeah, just just. I'm gonna be honest on that experience because. It was very uncomfortable. 
I'm gonna be really honest. It was very uncomfortable for me, cause it's like you know, it was. It, oh man, it, it, I almost choked to be honest when I was doing that. So did you did you have did you have the hold on, polypropylene or the latex one? Latex one. Yeah, yeah. They they taste like chewing rubber bands, and so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the polypropylene, you got that, that crinkle that happens all the time. That little crinkle that goes. It's like, you don't want that. Just, just, okay, I can't get a rhythm. This aluminum foil plastic wrap noise is yeah. irking my spirit. It was anyway. very uncomfortable. <laughs> was back when I was like I'm sorry. 19. I'm sorry. Like I said, I'm, 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 I, I try to keep it raw and real. Um, Hell yeah. That's but what we do here. The the thing that, that gets me the most is... Misinformation. Uh, and, and and when you just get a little bit of it and then you, you run with it. Mm. You know, prep prep is good and you run with it and like I said, people just start doing it. Oh I oh I just started prep today. Uh let's let's wait, hold on, wait. It's not it's not it's not hook up and it's not hooking up anymore. Hold on with it's it's, it's it's let's do a collaboration, let's do a collab collabo. You know, they get on. You know what I'm saying? I, I just had to throw the collab out there. That's a, I, I hate that. You just replace hook up with collabing. It's like yeah, have a little session. You know, you know. I mean, understand. Run a mission, whatever. Goes by many names. Yeah, but yeah, you know, I, I just think it was like I think there's a lot of folks out there that 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 use prep or believe they they. They believe prep is their passport to raw sex. And I think that's like that's the belief that's out there's, there. But but there's there's also a logical reason why that connection happens. Mm. You know, um they tell you the effectiveness of prep. I'll, listen, it's like this Russian roulette. You you got a six shooter, you take five of the bullets out. Spin that chamber, click. You got five times, you know, that you know it's not going to happen. But you never know when that one. If you if you if you try that six click, might be that time. Might take seven. You know what I mean? But there's a level of protection that allows. The brain to make a connection. I can raw dog today because I'm feeling kind of safe. I'm on the prep. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm extra safe too because my partner is undetectable. I can snatch this thing off and throw it to the wind like a, a graduation cap and have a ball. <laughs> that that's the situation that'd be for some couples. It's what yeah. they it's what they jump to. And yeah, then but but if if Joe or, or, or Nikki is still raw dogging with somebody else on the side, mm -hmm. now you just brought that level of protection down because you added some more to the equation that wasn't in the equation of you and me, mm -hmm. not you, me, he, and she. That's what it really comes down to is is you know trusting. Putting your trust ah, in somebody. Damn it, you said the T word. Then, Don't, can we just leave the T word out of this? 
The T word, the L word. Yeah. Um, well, trust, the loyalty, and 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 the H word, honesty. Let's mm -hmm. let's let's leave that out because I'm going to talk to you from human behavior standpoint. Yeah. You can be but, as honest as you want. You're gonna fuck up. But the whole thing is, you can be as. Oh no! I was just gonna say, like a lot of that comes from like ignorance or just being uneducated on no, the no, topic. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about okay. human behavior. Um, you come home from work, you kick your shoes off. Hey, babe, I'm kind of feeling in the mood. I'm not. That happens once too much in a relationship. Sally Sue from down the block come along and be like, hey, I'll do what your wife won't do. Or smooth Joe. Hey, your husband ain't treating you right, baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Human, human fucking, human fucking behavior. You know, so as a proponent of prep, it, it, to me, it's like, yo, if you're gonna have sex, consider the shit out of prep. You know, use it. Use condoms. Um, I'm not a fan of condoms. You can tell I, I wasn't a fan of condoms. I'm still not a fan of condoms, but there's just some shit when you when you're in your right mind about yourself. It's some shit that you want to experience. It's some shit that you want to explore. But but you're not gonna. Hey hey, are you gonna go swimming with the sharks and you don't have? A, a chainmail scuba suit on and a cage around you. There's some people that take that risk. I can swim with the sharks. You know? I don't even need equipment on. You know. Hey, y'all, mm. y'all remember? Um, uh, I hate to. Oh man, never mind. I'm not gonna say that because I like <laughs> that guy. I like that guy. You know, the crocodile guy. I was saying Steve Irwin. <laughs> yes, yeah, I like them, but. <laughs> Crikey, he didn't have to go out like that. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> Damn. Well, look, man. Um, hey, I'm sorry. Anybody else got any other questions? Fellas, y'all got any questions at all? Anything we need discussed? Ladies watching this, fellas watching this, whoever on the live stream. We got some viewers here still. Um there's going to be a lot more people watching this after the fact. If you are listening to this or watching this after the fact and you have questions, we can always bring Doug back, you know, for another episode and kind of run through these questions. So, you know, um, if you have more I mean, questions, if I, can answer them, I, I don't claim to be an expert. I'm just saying, like, if I can answer them, even if I can, I'm going to still have fun with it because there's just some things that we have to take into consideration. We don't have to know, but we have to take in consideration that we have to be at least aware of, of our, everything, you know? So as long as we remain aware about this chronic illness, that's what I'm gonna start calling it now. It's, it's, it's a chronic illness. It's not this terrible disease that it used to be because we were afraid of it and we didn't do science with it. You know, we didn't we didn't jump on the science because 
the the Reagan era didn't want to mention it. Oh, that's a you fact. Know, <laughs> we could have had better mad medicines than we're, you know, like we're just getting this stuff now. But there were there's things that politically was blocking it because it was, this is stuff we don't want to mention. And, you know, if you don't mention it, you can't help fix it. For instance, a tile comes up on your floor in your kitchen and you just keep looking at it like I got to call somebody to fix that for me. You mean to tell me you couldn't replace your own tile? You know, that's what I mean by awareness. You should be aware enough to fix that broken tile in your kitchen. Or, yeah, you can have enough money to have somebody repair it for you, but that still didn't leave you with the the, the knowledge and the know-how of how to repair that tile. You know, um, it's not it's not hard to do that, but we say, oh, that's not for me. I'm going to have to pay somebody to do that. And that's why we waited on. There was a uh, there was a group act up. Mm -hmm. Anybody heard the mm -hmm. act up? Yep. You know, they were the ones that was like, we want to fix the tile ourselves. Damn it. Like if y'all not going to help us, who is? Without them, we wouldn't have Truvada. We wouldn't have prep. We wouldn't have all of these great therapies you know and and people hear the stories guess who had a act up membership this guy oh wow you know i only heard of him because of pose see what i'm saying like they, they was on pose and let, I'm like, let oh. me okay speaking of pose let me tell you about pose and i'm gonna make you laugh um right. i I know a couple of people who were actually on pose, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, me too. And huh, the real ballroom scene that pose is trying to bring you was so much better than pose, man. Really? Yes, God. No, no Ninja, Octavia, Saint Laurent. Yeah, right, I told you that. Yeah. Mm. House I mean, you know, they they couldn't <laughs> yeah. give you they couldn't give you yeah. that ballroom scene. But Doug was probably like actually there, y'all. So that's why I'm right, taking right, his right. word at it. But so. but at the same time, I, they they, they did have I, I was I was, but I was I was that guy who was on the DL doing the security. Okay. okay. At but, least he was helping out and not reading poems and shit. But, <laughs> but they did have Hector Extravaganza, Jose Extravaganza as consultants. Um they did have Leomi Maldonado as a consultant as well. So they, they did have real people from that generation that were, you know, on there. Yeah, Doug, uh, Mike is our resident ballroom expert. He <laughs> is Jack. a super fan. <laughs> and Jack Mizrahi, yeah. Yeah, so. But yeah, I, I mean, I didn't, until you said that, I would have never known that ACT UP was a real thing because I didn't watch Pose and be like, oh yeah, let me look up, let me look this organization up. Like, Do you no, see my eyes no, just no, almost come out? I yeah, you didn't think it was a real out. thing? That's they were real. Wow. This okay. is a TV show in a city at yeah. that point. I've never the, been what to. What was the other group? It was uh, a group in New York. Uh, the men, the the men, wait, uh, the, the New York group. Oh, my goodness. Where, where like, um, Harvey Milk and them came from. HMR? It might have been that, yeah. No, it was before that. It was before that. It was before HMR? I know yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Gay, gay, it was like the Gay Men's Health Conference (GMHC) or something like. That. I can't remember what it was, but it was a. They were really good because they had a. They had like three or four lawyers on their group and all that sort of stuff, and they would yeah. Yeah, but, they were really cool. But I the, think they have a movie about them too. I think they did a whole movie about them. Yeah, about them or him. 
Because I know he had a movie. Yeah, it might have been about yeah, him. Um, yeah, because yeah, they even got something here in Brooklyn called the Brooklyn Men Connect. Brooklyn Men Connect came from the group I'm talking about. Mm. Oh, for Oh wow! Yeah, one wow. one of the members of the group we talked about went and formed something like that. It's it's a long it's a long story, but there was a movie. It wasn't um, and the band played on. It was something else. Yeah, but Jeez. but 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 the scene in Pose about the St. Patrick's Cathedral protest, like that was a real protest. Like, that, that was really a real, that was a very a real protest. protest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just it. <sighs> All right. It's interesting to me. I'll be fifty-three this year, um, and and seeing the things that that Pose was doing is is amazing because no one with no one like voguing was was kind of considered a joke on breakdancing when I was coming yeah. up. Yeah, I was just sort of a variation. <laughs> yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, you know. Um, I was one of those people who I didn't I didn't believe in DL or anything, but I was actually living like I was DL um, because I was just a guy, just a guy. But I hung out with everybody, you know, and I was like, no, that's not me. No, no, I don't, don't fuck around, don't fuck around, that type of stuff. But I'm hanging with people and stuff, and I have to take a phone call. Let me mute this real quick. This is not. How do I mute this thing? I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Well, while Doug is attending to his call, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a lot of stuff in, you know, in Pose that, you know, people don't really, I mean, it's 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 a TV show. You're watching a TV show on, on FX. It's a dramatization. These are not specifically real people. While they may be based on a lot of real stories. Yeah, real they, stories, real, real, real people. Real events. Yeah, and again, it's a fictional story. There's nobody named Blanca. Angel doesn't exist. So, you know, when you're watching a fictional story, the from the show, uh, the main character, MJ oh, Rodriguez. There was a, quite a few Blancas, but we won't get into that. Yeah, that, I'm not <laughs> sure. Just like there's a gang of women that call themselves Diamond. Like, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, those names. Diamond, Coco, all kinds of... Uh, yeah, right. So we but, all know a whole bunch of them. So, I'm but, sorry, go ahead. But fellas, just to let you know, I do have to head out because I gotta get up in the morning for work. <laughs> what time? Oh Lord, it's yeah. twelve a.m. Cool. where I'm at. Yeah, so uh, let's you know, let's let's wrap this up then. I'm I'm with that. So, um, Mike, tell tell everybody where they can find you with with your with your podcast and everything. Yeah, my my bad, everybody that I have a job I gotta get to in the morning. But um, <laughs> yeah, um, you can find me on Twitter at Mike Brooklyn. I host the Real Talk podcast. Um, it's on all the major streaming flat platforms like Spotify and everything. And uh yeah, I mean, um, you'll catch real discussions, real opinions, and real motherfucking talk from it. And uh, I do appreciate you guys having me on here tonight. All right, all right, brother Trail, where can they find you, man? Yes, man. King Clean Trail everywhere, all platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can hit me up, ask me questions. I do not mind. I am an open book. I do not mind having a conversation. Okay, just come correct. That's all I ask. That part. <laughs> uh, Doug, where, where can they find you, bro? Nowhere. I'm not a media mogul. <laughs> I have a Facebook page. I'm He's in a couple a of guy. Facebook groups. That's about it. Yes, Doug is just a guy. So yeah, like like questions come into this group, into the men men like us tribe. That's where you can reach me at. All right, all right. Yeah. So fellas, men like us tribe. That's a group.
for all of us to support each other by all means join it if you don't have if you have questions you need people to talk to x y and z we are all there to support each other so by all means join the men like us try facebook group um also you can find me on clubhouse at mlu chris and at big texas chris got two different accounts um we have some really dope conversations on there um it's definitely more of a mixed crowd but please join us follow me on there and, and take part also if you have more questions around prep and you know hiv whatever else dm those questions to facebook and instagram it's men like us podcast on both platforms also subscribe i didn't spell that right but subscribe to the youtube channel please and then please share this video on facebook spread the message we uh doug showed up tonight and he dropped some knowledge so by all means yeah, i was supposed to come on the night but yeah issues. it's all good issues. appreciate like, you dog for real I yeah mean. thanks for coming through man thanks. but yeah everybody share this video share the knowledge spread the knowledge especially ladies spread the knowledge to the men that you know y'all know plenty of niggas out there share the knowledge to the brothers because they need it so share the knowledge to them share it to your friends all that shit so uh with that we are out and i will see y'all next time on the next episode of men like us podcasts it's been fun.